0: Good morning, this is Cultivating Classroom Management, and I think it's very important that in these times that we share what is true to our voice, and that we let our goals and aspirations shine through. I was inspired by a singer the other night on Saturday Night Live named Lizzo, and The person I was with thought that this performer couldn't sing and I went on Facebook and I read the comments and all I can say is I give credit to the artist. I may not like their particular music, but I am so happy that in this day and age, there is a freedom of expression where people can feel that they are themselves. And I think that it is important to be your best self no matter what. I am in the process of writing a manuscript and I don't wanna use negative language. I'm going to frame this in the positive. So I am retooling this because some of the experiences I had commercially were not to my best advantage and they kind of didn't work out the way I wanted to. But I'm going to frame it in the positive and I'm going to share my raw writing with you because I have been writing for a very long time and sometimes I just don't complete things or I don't face the, through the ends of the rewrites and so on. And I think it's really important as humans to push through some of these obstacles and I think of when I was a kid and I had a gym class and I used to run to the horse, that that gymnastic equipment, and while the other kids were leaping over, I would just stop dead in front of the horse. And this is kind of what happened. So I'm going to read the rough draft of my preface and it's going to be very organic. So take what you like and leave the rest. Restorative Classroom Management. Why am I writing this book? I baked a pie successfully for the first time last night. What worked this time that did not work before? This time the recipe was successful for several reasons. For sure, I followed the recipe, which is something I rarely do. Secondly, I used good ingredients. Finally, I came to the basic understanding that all pie recipes on the internet look good. But the difference is my readiness and working with what I had. Substantially, the ingredients in the house were what I have to work with. But metaphorically, this equates to many things in my life. I was entirely ready to bake a pie. As ridiculous as that sounds, this is an important premise in life. Readiness and willingness are the key to just about anything. When I decided to become a teacher, I was ready and willing, but there was little information on classroom management. I needed to control my class, or at least try. What I discovered soon was that There wasn't a lot of information. I picked up some old books from a bookstore, a used bookstore in downtown Brooklyn. I read a lot about psychoanalytic theory. That was all that was out there. But what I came to the conclusion was, after making many mistakes, was that I needed to relate to my class and come up with some systems for my class to run. There's more to it, and I picked up a lot over the years and I've been successful at it, and that's why I'm writing this book. I feel really successful, and I teach others how to do this. Years later, with more sophisticated materials out on the market for teachers to read, I looked into researching my own materials, and I sort of stumbled upon the opportunity to publish. And that part I'm going to leave out because it's more about the journey. I embarked upon the journey of writing this book three years ago. And when I finished the first version, the peer reviewers told me to find more evidence-based practices to incorporate in the manuscript. So I went back to mine more articles. And I even looked up the suggestions that they had, bless their hearts. And what I found was Much like the apple pie recipes, all I could find in common with restorative practices from one topic to another was that they all contain apples, flour, sugar, and cinnamon, much like the pie recipes. The same thing was true about researching restorative practices. Through tons of wonderful articles, books, and websites, I found that Apples, flour, and crust was about all they had in common and all that they had that resembled a pie. The keywords that I put in the search yielded tons of material that spanned years on topics in social justice, the criminal justice system, the definition of restorative practices, and the origin of restorative practices, and some ideas about how to run school programs. The definitions of restorative practices and restorative justice were different on almost every reading that I read. The words we used and the vocabularies we used in different contexts, leaving little consistency. Since they wanted hard evidence, I looked toward a few longitudinal studies, and there were only a few. And there were a number of brochures that were written that looked sort of like government brochures. There were studies on a few comprehensive programs, little was conclusive. Much of the research was not in the United States, but from other parts of the world, places like Australia and New Zealand. The lingo was different and it was hard to translate into language that my peers could understand or my students could understand without having to translate into a whole backstory on the history. Without going into what happened to the whole book and the writing experience, I decided to try a different way. I decided to present my ideas to educators like myself off the beaten track, which I consider myself to be. The podcast that I started made me open up my world. And I decided to go around speaking to as many public speaking events that would, as would have me. The other ideas I would share directly with my graduate students, much like in the earliest forms of education in, in ancient Greece, when Socrates and Aristotle wanted to get the word out on the street, they would gather a crowd around them, either students or scholars, and have a rap session, so to speak. This is what I was going to do to engage people in my ideas. This is the most direct form of publishing the spoken word. And I take my word to the streets and share what I thought about classroom management. Much like my pie recipe, I certainly wouldn't deviate from the information. I wouldn't deviate from the basic recipe. I would mix the apples in with crust and sugar, follow the recipe, but mix it up in a way that would work for, not only myself, but other teachers and educators. I would translate it into words that could easily be adapted for classroom use. Much about restorative practices and restorative justice is complicated. And in the first two versions of my book, the processes were not easy to roll up and tie in a bow. And the direction of the book I was asked to do was academic. And that was basically um, out of my comfort zone. I could do it, but it was out of my comfort zone. I also discovered that there was little consistency in the curriculum that teachers and counselors were using for restorative justice and restorative practices. There were so many ways that people were using these ideas and some were using a set curriculum but many were using constructivist versions of discipline and teaching. In other words, there were frameworks, but the frameworks were built on philosophies. Philosophies that were sound and deep and were about equitable practices and a restorative and proactive approach to discipline. These philosophies were about teaching and learning in a facilitative manner that is not top-down. I think many teachers are frightened of this in a certain way, but more than teachers, I think the whole Western culture is frightened because education is going in a direction that's more formulaic these days. And restorative practices are different. There is no set formula. There's guidelines and no formula. The teaching force is so programmed now to use a set formula and they're used to recipes. And I can do that. I'm capable of doing that, but that's not really what I'm here to do. Districts and higher-ups are a little scared of constructivist mannerism. They want formulas and recipes and strategies, and don't worry about that. I can do that. There will be suggestions and structures moving forward in my work and in my book for teachers and counselors and leaders to use. It's not going to be a purely philosophical book. One thing that I think will be done in this book is it will create some cognitive dissonance in terms of understanding of what classroom management is. To me, classroom management is not about managing at all. It's about offering choices for teachers and making plans. Making a classroom management plan and making behavior plans and coming up with a direction that's consistent and building relationships and community. And now, if I sound like I'm getting into a roller coaster of wordology, that could be my weakness in the writing. But if it makes you uncomfortable, I'll try to translate that into more practical words. Alas, read on. I want to create a different type of thinking about classroom management based on restorative practices and restorative justice. Two of these deeper concepts are relatively new disciplines in the face of education. They are used to make deep and lasting changes within organizations, social structures, social groups, the criminal justice system, the juvenile justice system, and in workplaces, in certain cases. The use of restorative practices in classroom management is still viewed as kind of a hipster movement or a hippy-dippy movement to traditionalists who think that there is not enough evidence or proven concepts to make it work. So I say, let's go back to the idea that classroom management is something that is based on the students in front of us. And the students in front of us must have an approach where they're being understood and they're being worked with who they are. I'm not on the market to prove that restorative practices work better than any other approach. It's not my job to convince the reader of making changes that they are uncomfortable with. I'm not even in the market to urge restorative justice and social emotional learning or restorative practices as a major component of a classroom management plan. My purpose is to inform, to guide, and to offer strategies to teachers, counselors, and leaders who really want a new approach to classroom management. My purpose is to inform on the use of restorative practices, restorative justice, and social emotional learning. In essence, the book that I write may help to complement an existing classroom management plan. And if a teacher finds it a plan that works to build capacity and to use as their major classroom management plan, all the better. Whoops, I'm assuming that teachers and leaders already purposely set out to design a classroom management plan or have knowledge on how to change an existing classroom management plan. If the truth be told, I will need to go into that in my book, and I will, of what a classroom management plan is and how to make a behavior plan. And that will come later in the book. For now, I think it's a greater understanding that teachers, leaders, counselors, and providers must have a vision for their classroom management plan. I would like my book to help educators consider a need for a comprehensive and preventative plan. And my book will delve into many overlapping concepts such as restorative justice, restorative practices. But some people know these words in overlapping concepts, such as responsive teaching, positive discipline, and social emotional learning or teaching of social skills. So, My aim is to create a classroom management book in which restorative practices, restorative justice and social emotional learning are offered as options for building community and building relationships in the classroom, creating a higher level of communication and as an alternative to the punitive methods that were used prior to the um late 1990s and i would say that sometimes these methods are still being used and i will go into what i think is ineffective about those methods but this is just a little teaser and the beginning of a preface and i thank you so much for listening i'm excited that you allowed me to take this risk with you and i hope that you will continue to take risks on promoting yourself as uh, a teacher, an educator with your own philosophy and approach to teaching and school discipline and a creative being. Thank you very much for listening.